This is amazing to see so many people here this morning. What a great sight it is to know so many of our grandparents are so intimately involved in the lives of their children, especially in in the decision to bring them to Catholic school, to have their hearts and their minds shaped by the gospel so that they can become true disciples of Christ and bring that light into the world. And so I don't know who made the schedule, but as it happens quite so often, we gather on these school masses on days that are just coincidental, God's um, God's coincidence of these great feasts that just correspond to what we're doing in our daily life. And the gospel in particular, these two elderly people, experienced people, Simeon and Anna, these two great figures who were waiting on God, that they were faithful to the promise that God had made to them. And they were confident that God would be faithful to them as they were waiting for Jesus, waiting for the Messiah. This feast of the presentation, historically, this would be the end of the Christmas season. So I know some of us threw our tree away on December 26th, but this is really the day historically where the church would celebrate for the full 40 days. I mean, we know that number 40 is very special to us. It's very significant in salvation history. But a child, as we heard, on the, when the child turned 40 days old, their parents brought them to the temple. And it was unique. I mean, everything about Jesus is unique, of course, we know that. But this was something very unique and particular. Because about 500 years before this day, the original temple had been destroyed by the conquering forces. And Scripture tells us that the glory of God left the temple. And they rebuilt the temple, but the glory of God never came, never returned. And so there was an emptiness, but in that emptiness, there was a longing. There was a desire for the return of God in the midst of the people. And this is what we're celebrating today. That as Mary and Joseph presents Jesus to the temple, God is returning to the midst of his people. And in November, we celebrate the presentation of Mary into the temple as a, young, as a young girl, maybe three or four years old. And tradition tells us it was at that moment when she made her vow of virginity to save herself, to live a life totally consecrated to the Lord. And that Simeon was one of the prophets that was working with her as a young girl. And Simeon knew from the Old Testament that the Messiah would be born from a virgin mother. And so he knew Mary was a virgin. And now he sees her walking through the temple gates holding a child. He knew that this was the fulfillment of that prophecy. And this is why he could sing and glorify God. Now, Master, you may let your servant go. He was ready to die. There was nothing else that this world could ever give him because he had the most important thing. And this is what, as the Catholic school, we're trying to teach your children and your grandchildren. That there's nothing more important to have in their life than Jesus Christ, than a true relationship with him. And that with him, nothing else matters. We don't need anything else. 
And so again, what a great day for us to be here, to hear these scriptures, to hear this message, to remind ourselves of how important and necessary it is and how it, it outdoes everything else. That there's nothing more important. So we pray for that grace, that we come to that knowledge, that we come to that understanding. Of, of all the things we have to do in our daily lives. And we know that every day that, that the calendar grows and the list of to-dos goes longer and longer. But to rem- be reminded there's nothing more important than having Jesus as the center of our life. And Simeon only got to hold Jesus in his arms. As Catholics, we get to receive him inside our bodies through the Holy Eucharist. How much more should we, be have, we have confidence in the absolute sufficiency of Jesus in our lives? So what could ever compare to that? Nothing. And then what do we learn? Just so three things we can like, pull from this feast and these scriptures. That Jesus is the light of the world. We know in the world and in our hearts sometimes we battle with darkness. We battle with sin. Christ comes to dispel darkness, to dispel sin. So if we stay close to Christ, then his light will shine in us and through us. Mary and Joseph went to the temple out of obedience. So we learn that, that we learn to be obedient to what the church teaches, especially Mass on Sundays. We learn how important it is to be obedient to what God teaches us. And then we see with Anna and Simeon, this desire to see Jesus. We've spoken before this year already at some of our masses of how we have these desires in our hearts and sometimes we don't know what to do with them. But the liturgy and our prayers and our faith teach us that our desires should always point us to Jesus. And so we see this today in the response of Simeon and Anna. So we learn that Christ is the light. We learn to be obedient And we learn that our desires should always be pointed towards Jesus. Because just as you guys walked in with your candles, showing us what the light of Christ looks like, each one of us should be walking out there as a candle, as a light of Christ. And then just a word of thanks and recognition to our grandparents. Again, how fitting it is that Simeon and Anna, these two elderly people, are the main, become main characters in our gospel today. Now, sometimes in our world with a hyper-focus on youth, and our, we sometimes dismiss the necessary, important role that those experienced members of our community bring to us. And just like the church, the elders of our community, our grandparents, play a significant role The church is is supposed to be a place of unity. Oftentimes, it's our grandparents that keep the family together. The church is that rock of faith. So many of us are who we are today because of the faith that we saw lived by our grandparents. And the church teaches and is a, a loving mother So often our grandparents fill that same role in our lives. 
And so it's so good to have you here with us this morning. And we thank you for the great witness testimony you've been given to our children and your encouragement to them to become the light of Christ, to be obedient to the teachings of Mother Church, and to seek the fulfillment of their desires in Christ Jesus. Let's pray for a great outpouring of the Spirit upon each one of us. So that as Jesus left with his parents and he grew in strength and wisdom and favor, it may be true for each one of us as well. Amen.